0: Hey, everybody. ShopSketchcraft.com. What
1: can I say about ShopSketchcraft.com? Well, I can say this. I can say, if you're someone named, I don't know, Brandon. If you're someone named Brandon and you wanted to get some artwork from from this show to help support uh, coffee, uh, where would you
0: go, Brandon? Hey, that's my name. And I would go to ShopSketchcraft.com. Amazing. It's amazing. And
1: you would go there to get?
0: Sketchcraft stuff Sketchcraft at your shop.
1: shop. And guess what? Sometimes I don't have any stuff in the store. That's how great the store is. Sometimes there's no stuff. Like, and you go, well, well, then, Brandon. Then you go, hey, I went to go get stuff at ShopSketchcraft.com. ShopSketchcraft.com. And there wasn't any stuff there. Then what do you do? do you know what I demand do?
0: more stuff you in the shop.
1: More. And where do you demand it?
0: At ShopSketchCraft.com
1: Or in the comments below this video You demand it right there And you give me a thumbs up And that will encourage me to put more stuff into The store at ShopSketchCraft.com Sounds like a good idea, right Brandon?
0: Heck yes All
1: right, Let's get on with the show keep it's playing the intro and the end at the same time. Isn't that
0: aren't great? That's how we do it. It's the remix. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> just in case people just in case people don't think we don't do it live. We do it live. And I already restarted the stream once. So it's like a bad piano battle. Well the other
1: the yeah. intro is going lower. The exit is going higher. The boot is off. Yes. And so what's going to be amazing is when it's time to to actually end the show. Uh, (laughs) When it's time to end the show. (laughs) It's just going to be a percussion, percussion battle. There will be no music because it it doesn't, it can't restart until I shut everything down and do it again. (laughs) (laughs) This This is the best. You know, I've been doing this how many years? <laughs>
0: ten, ten, ten years. Eight eight years of podcast. Yeah. You know that? Eight years. I think I've been on it with you for about six, five or six. Maybe four. About
1: 2014,
0: 15, around there. A little more than that. know, because it's been since I was married. And I'm going on like five years. Or I'm at five years. Or right about the time I got. The two. Jesus, what a horrible way to start the show, huh? I
1: figure uh while we're at it, why don't we just plug shopsketchcraft.com again.
0: <laughs> well that well while I'm waiting for the show to start, I'm on shopsketchcraft.com right now. Is there actually I'll anything
1: there them. to buy? I forget. Uh, <laughs> I sell so sometimes. few things.
0: You know? Like... <laughs> yeah, sometimes. It's like a it's like a really good yard sale, but I made it there really late. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> like the
1: that's 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 the allegory for my life, like (laughs) certainly my career. I'm getting it started awfully late in the program here, folks. Uh, Right at the tail end of it. Oh my goodness! So okay, so like I said in the last episode of Sketchcraft, the weekly podcast, I say weekly in the loosest sense of the of the term. Like I plan to talk weekly unless I just can't, you know. So then we move on to the next week. So last week. I had to drive up to Seattle to hang out with Mike. Remember Mike? He's been on the show. Yep, Mike, yep. friend of the cool. show. Cool. guy. He's been on a few times. He's supporter too. He's a backer. he he buys stuff from shopscraft.com, and he um he's also supported one of the kickstarters and bought this printer right over here in the back room for me about a year ago. My other one broke on the stream, and so uh, him and his longtime uh, girlfriend finally got married. Him and Mara. So Congrats. Me and the wife drove to Seattle. I got to hang out with my buddy, Ty, who, you know, weirdly, now that I think about it, just thought about it, Brandon. Ty, mm-hmm. I actually, the first time I did podcast, Ty was on with me. Oh, wow. Before it was a Sketchcraft podcast, I called it Coffee Con Carnage.
0: <laughs> oh, man. And you... You, you, know, why the... you know why I did that? You know why I did that?
1: Because I wanted a name I knew I would never want to keep. See what I mean? So I didn't know yeah. what to call it at the time. It was before I even c- conjured up Sketchcraft, and um, I was like, "Hey, you know, I'll just call it this because I'm I certainly plan on changing it." So, but tying what we were doing was we were spending four hours on the phone talking about games and stuff. And I'm like, "You know, I may as well just record this shit, right? Like, no harm, no foul." So I had him off the first three episodes, and then I got Sketchcraft.com put together and changed it to Sketchcraft and.
0: Here we are. Now you have me. Yay! So I
1: was over at his place, and we watched uh, the IT crowd again. Have you, ever, have you ever seen the IT crowd? Yeah. Yeah, so we, we watched all of those in order and got real drunk. I had a lot of uh, Moscow mules. You ever have one of those, Brandon?
0: No. It's like, it's a, like gasoline. You no,
1: know, it's ginger beer and I think Bacardi or vodka, probably vodka, and like lime. It's really nice. Put like a copper cup. And it's got a little kick to it. It's kinda of, it's just it's kinda of like uh, alcoholic sprite.
0: If it doesn't have Mountain Dew in it, I don't drink it.
1: That's true. That's true. You certainly don't put it in your body unless it's got Mountain Dew in it, right?
0: Correct, correct. Yeah, that's true. I'm uh so. am doing a five K tomorrow and I should mm-hmm. probably fill my water my water backpack up with uh, Mountain Dew. That way I can keep going strong. <laughs> Sketch <laughs> strong.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Mountain uh. Dew strong. Uh, so, There's a reason
0: right. we're doing the podcast tonight because I may not make it tomorrow. This might be my last one. Uh,
1: you know, Brandon, I just find that your veiled threats of early death are just getting old around here. You know, all you do is keep threatening to die on me, and you don't do it. So <laughs> I <good>. know. <laughs> too, too, I'm too lazy. I'm too I lazy could, to do it. I can imagine the bleeding cool headline now. Sketchcraft mm-hmm. says he tells his host he his host he should die. You know, <laughs> right. I, was, I was like, well, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying, get on with it, you know, like otherwise you know find something else to talk about <laughs> fine, well, the good thing about all that mountain Dew is eventually it's gonna it's gonna live up to its promise, <laughs> so um, anyone in the chat room anyone sit through that fucking monstrosity of an intro uh no yeah, we
0: gotta yeah no, we do we gotta we gotta we got a couple of people in here who <laughs> uh I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> people are like, is he drawing?
1: And I'm like, well, I do, I do, I do draw, just not right now. So no. d- here's the thing. So we went on the the vaca- we went on vacation. I mean, in the loosest sense. So here here's some advice, folks. When you do take a vacation, do yourself a favor. Only plan on doing like three things, and commit yourself to doing one or two of those, so you can enjoy the rest of your time not doing a whole fucking lot. Because I really hate when I go on vacation and like people just expect you to run around like. You're not on vacation. Right. Does that make any sense? Like, you got to go here, go yep. here, see this, see that. So I had my wife and I, we, we went and saw the, the market. It's a, the big fishery tour spot. Um, I planned on that. And we planned on doing something else. I can't remember. Uh, some other fucking thing. And then hanging out with my buddy. So that's all we planned on doing. And it was nice. Slept in a lot. Saw the wedding. That was a good time. I got my copy of Mario maker back from Mike, which was awesome. And so we come back and my floor in the kitchen had to get repaired. So long story short, our floor got my refrigerator decided to urinate water all over the floor when (laughs) I was at E3 three months ago. And we just now got the floor repaired because of insurance and paperwork, um, so, I haven't been able to stream all week because the noise has been incredibly loud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I couldn't even talk to you when they were working. So, I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, it's too loud.
0: It's way too loud.
1: So, they're done now. And so, we can get on with it. And then, I've been working on secret stuff for for clients. So, I can't talk about that too much. Um, and I'm almost done with the first review for GameCube, the final version of it. So hope to be done with the second <laughs> review next week. It's all, it's all getting done. It's just like anything else. I just run it all up into the point where it has to be done. So, uh, now that I got almost all the reviews in, I can do my version of it. It's really weird. It involves like taking two separate reviews and then stringing them together. So there's a coherent narrative on some level, And Mm -hmm. then shifting each side of that narrative into like a positive, negative, like one person likes it, one person hates it, or is skeptical. It depends on the game. And then, and then flipping those into the characters' voices, and trying not to write too many jokes so you can still get something out of it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, you can can write too many snarky comments and try to make it fun, and it just gets annoying to read. So, took about I don't know only four fucking years to figure out how to do that. So. That's it. Yay! And then working on Mega Visions, and oh my goodness, Ugh. so much stuff, so much stuff. Um, you put down Rob working on Spyro. I'm done with Spire stuff. What, what was that?
0: That was that was two weeks ago. I don't know. You should
1: delete the old topic. Maybe right? three weeks ago. that we already talked about, so we don't have to go over <sighs> the same thing over and over again. Right? Sounds like a good idea. Write it down. Probably. Go Probably. delete old topics. <laughs> From document. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You actually going to remember to do that? Because the last time I asked you to write something no. down, I told you to no. write down real time 3D modeling. And you didn't do that on the Game Cave uh, development. It's
0: I something. did write it down.
1: No, but you, you didn't put it in there. You just put Briar Bay. And so then Hector goes on there, because Hector, friend of the show, uh, went on there. And (laughs) I say this as I use him to throw you under the bus. He goes on there and says, where's the voices? What's going on? And I'm like, I told Brandon to write down real-time 3D modeling. So then I had to go and text you in the middle of the night to fix it. Mm
0: -hmm. Remember that? Agree to disagree. That's exactly what happened. Right. I put development on the thumbnail and then i put real time, you know, briar I bay in
1: the title. the title.
0: The, yeah, for me the title is the thumbnail title. i really
1: know. from now on let's do let's do, let's, do, let's, do little, let's have a little fun here. so moving forward at casa de sketchcraft, yes, when yes. <laughs> when i give you the instructions to write something down, i want you to not only to write it down, but i want you to photograph that with your phone and send it over to me. okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll send you I'll send
1: you. Yeah, and I'm gonna start a little potato file. The potato files and we can go through Sounds good. <laughs> you know the, the the tater notes. You know? We could write down what you actually and then I could share the photos so everyone can mm-hmm. see. Yeah. And we could try to even read your your uh whatever you could, your etch a sketch handwriting. So can't wait. Can't wait, it's gonna be fun.
0: Yes. So what have you been up to the last couple of weeks, Brandon? it has been going on with <sighs> um learning new things can i talk about the new things or not yet mm, Wait. you can talk about the pixel stuff okay uh just learning uh some new skills such as pixel art and how that all works and how that gets done which is you know i used to think it was a lot easier than it is but to do something right like any art form it takes time, practice, and you <laughs> gotta <takes> really effort. <laughs> put effort into it, yeah, you know people think like, Oh, pixel art that, that's simple shit, like it's really not once you you understand that there's a lot of weight to things, and when I say weight, I mean how many pixels per a side per a hand per an eye, to add that shading, that depth, that movement that you don't think like, oh, yeah, that's nothing too, but you gotta really sit there and and count, so when I'm making something like I'm modeling the jolly dagger right now, which I got to go back and change again cuz you just gave me new colors used. but hold you on. have to really Let's sit. slow
1: down you're, you're you're talking you're talking at a million I had a lot of oh, jeez, you got to breathe right? yeah. <laughs> look okay. we uh we got all the time in the world and I, I try to stress Brandon we got to teach you to talk slower okay Kay. talk a little slower jesus <laughs> Whew, oh, okay. man what the hold, Basically, hold on my <laughs> it's first like the fries are boiling in pick, the fryer takes right? some a you know when you yes. first take the fries and you put them in the brine in the in the boiler and it, you know, it's like that. So what you are working on right now, you're working on yes. a few things, but what we're talking right now is you are pixelizing a sketch I did of the Jolly Dagger, which correct. is the ship that Bombcat flies, a delivery vehicle, in yes. Game Cave. Correct. 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 So we have gotta careful you don't know, say you're modeling because that sounds like you're modeling the ship.
0: Yeah. Uh. I mean, I am a model. You're
1: making but... a pixel version of a piece of concept art I did for Game Cave.
0: Correct. Right. And one thing that, you know, I learned right away is that with pixel art, it's not just randomly drawing things. You have to count out certain amount of pixels you use per side and per things to give it a certain weight and actual feel to it. So you have to, let's say if you're doing like the right side of an arm, you'll go like, two pixels. And then you'll go down, you'll do three pixels. And then if I want to go back to the other weight, I go two pixels again. So it just has this kind of uh, consistency that you need to keep throughout your pieces. So it doesn't just look like you threw random pixels all over the place to make it actually look good. So a lot of the pixel artists that people see on Instagram and Twitter that are really good and they make stuff for video games, they understand this. They know how to make ships with heavy weight when it's only pixel art. And you know, all the, the, you
1: shit talkers out there just take it for granted, right? <laughs> right.
0: It's not, you know, when people say, like, "Oh, I do pixel art," you know, I thought, "Oh, okay, that's that's probably easy." Until now, I'm doing it, and I'm sitting there like, "Oh my goodness, this is taking me forever." Yeah, so, we should
1: write a book from shit talker to creator. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, shit maker, yes. shit talker, to, shit, to making. <laughs> you know, yeah,
0: it's, uh, it it's takes effort. Good. And yeah and I'm not going to post anything yet, and eventually we will when you know it's there, but it's it's definitely like any art form it takes effort, time, practice, and patience and if you're doing it right, headache is what I've gotten, so I know I'm on the right path because I've gotten frustrated, deleted, restarted, and such so
1: and such as and such as so
0: such as pleasing rob
1: it's the uh it's the headache part I love, right. Yes. Like, you know when you're doing something for the first time, you just get that wash of, like, it's this weird feeling of, like, pressure on the front of your face. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you'll, like, I know me, I take my my middle finger and my thumb, and I'll go from my temples into my eyeballs and just, like, squish, you know, like, <laughs> to the center I, uh, of my nose, you know? The, like... uh,
0: the other night when I was redoing the Jolly Dagger, the next morning, my left eye kept hurting. And yeah. I told Jessica, my wife, to look in my eye, and I got a blood blister in my left eye from just sitting here staring at the screen. Zooming oh, in, yeah, zooming out. It had
1: nothing to do with the 18 hours of Madden you played in the last no. two weeks. Never. It's the Pixels. It's the Pixels. I, I, it's it's kind of like you know, the first time you exercise, you're like, look, i got cancer. You're like, it must be the exercise. I'm like, No, <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> I can see how... Yes, it is the new thing in your life, that's true. But... <laughs> yes. That's the only thing that's changed, so it's gotta be it. <laughs> I hey, drinking Mountain Yeah, I stopped drinking Mountain Dew and then I got diabetes.
0: Huh. You know <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, Thanks, Armando. Armando says, Nice Brandon. I hope your pixel art goes somewhere. Thanks. Unless you mean <laughs> that as a backhanded compliment, like since my other art didn't go anywhere.
1: Brandon's doing things because I tell him to. Yes. So there's other things Brandon's doing that I tell him to do, but we can't talk about now because I've learned the value of not talking about things until they're ready. Right. You know, to go, you know, the distance. So. Well.
0: And, and I'm, and I'm at the point where I mean I'm not old, but I'm not young. I'm 33, and I'm at the <laughs> point where I shut up. I know <laughs> that I am not gonna be like a Marvel headlining artist or get a book published at like image. So my only shots at a lot of art stuff will be through Rob helping me and me helping Rob. So if that means that I can't be a quarterback of my own art and I have to be a team player, that's fine because Rob's pretty good at being a captain and slash dictator. So I think like there's no point for me to fight things now. It's kind of like, as I used to, you know, maybe six, seven years ago. Now it's like, okay, Rob tells me, hey, you're going to try this now. And I go, okay. And I just do it, you know, like you changing my name. Brennan,
1: if you, if you were the one who knew everything, you'd be the dictator. Yes. <laughs> I'd be the dic- Dictators. Dictators. <laughs> that's your character's name. Dictators. Yes.
0: He just needs a little, little hat. Just need my hat <laughs> no, and it's
1: not, it's not go there. Okay. But, but yeah. Hmm. well. You know, it's like everything else. We're just converting this whole enterprise here over to something it hasn't been. You know, it's just, it just takes, yeah. it takes a lot of effort. A lot of effort that no one cares about. <laughs> right. You know, just it's enough effort to get us some maybe 90 views on YouTube. You know, it's 90 right. views worth of effort. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, What else we got?
0: All right, Brandon. Pick a topic. To talk about. Okay, I w- I'll talk about what I did today. Yay! So, IMAX, the IMAX movie theaters are—they recently have been putting out the uh, all the Marvel movies hmm. that have happened over the last ten years, and it's you know the Marvel tenth studio, their movies, everything. So, what they're doing is they're putting out all the 2D and 3D versions of all the basically from the start of Iron Man one to infinity war and they're replaying them mm-hmm. so i you know I, I own i think almost all the movies but i saw last night or i think it was last night yeah that they were playing avengers in 3d today so I told my wife i was like hey let's skip work early and let's go see avengers in 3d again she was down for it because it's only like seven bucks on matinee and cheap but so we went to see uh, avengers the first one in 3d today in imax and it was so cool Seeing it again, one holds up really well. The three D in that movie when that was probably the first three D movie I really really liked that I can remember that I was like, wow, the the depth of everything, and just did like knowing what you know now, it's like you know it's like a little time machine watching it. You know, you seeing all these things that Marvel has kept in consistency with all their movies. So it's like when they say little things or they show characters or certain people in the movie, it's like wow, they still have that guy or this scene or that little Easter egg in Avengers infinity war. So it was just kind of cool to go one rewatch an IMAX 3d, you know, big, loud, everything. And two, it was just, it was just a cool nostalgia thing, even though it's only been what, seven years since it came out, I think seven, eight years ago. Six. If that. Can yeah. That so, cool. okay. So yeah, just six years ago, but it felt like forever ago. Cause they've put out so many movies. So it was nice. I mean, I can't afford or have the time to go see anything else. And I can't think of any other ones that I want to go see again, but rewatching that first Adventures was really cool. I just, I liked it. Even though I knew what was going to happen, it still felt like the first time watching it, kind of. It was just like, wow, this is cool. Oh, I didn't remember that part. I didn't remember that joke. So I really liked that, and I think that's cool. They're doing it, whether it's just for the fans or for money or whatever. It's just cool to be able to go see that again in an IMAX 3D. So,
1: yeah, about a month and a half before Infinity War came out, I just, went through all the films with my wife because I knew she wouldn't remember any of the stuff when we get there. Uh-huh. So I actually when I own them all. And I own all the ones in 3D that are available in 3D because I get them from Amazon.com UK. Nice. Uh, I had to go to Amazon UK to get all my 3D Blu-rays. People go, 3D's dead. I'm like, not in Europe. So that's where I go and get all my <laughs> shit. And I have, a, uh, I have a Blu-ray player that's, uh, what do you call it? It's uh, region-free.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, so I just got...
1: Uh, Black Panther in 3D, and then I pre-ordered Infinity War, Solo, and Incredibles 2. So those. That's gonna bad. be good. Yeah, I got I got I got the nice 3D. Colli- I even got Lego Batman in 3D. Huh? Pretty. Nice. Oh, nice. So, uh, and what's nice is you can control the quality of the 3D. Uh, it's really based on brightness, so you uh-huh. can control that at your house because you know. You you can you, you don't you're not a cheap bastard like these fucking movie theaters, but the IMAX at least I know they they're generally they generally run the right amount of brightness, so the movie's not uh-huh. dark because they have to be double bright two two times the looms as the normal movies. Yeah, Avengers really holds up. You know what movie really was better than I remember it being when I saw it? What was Age of Ultron? Oh yeah, yeah, because I worked on them on the shirts for that, and then oh, like, I remember. <laughs> Yeah. And then when the movie came out, I was like, Well, I, mean, I don't know, you know, like really felt to me like Ultron probably should have started in Iron Man three and carried through the films in a way, you know? Yeah. I, I still feel that way. But to quote Joe Rogan, but uh that Hulkbuster sequence is a work of art, bro. Like I, I still watch it in awe like how do you even plan that shit out? Let right. alone have the jokes let alone get all those plates together and the fact that 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 sequence sets up the black panther film and yeah. infinity war like you know what I mean like that that fight carries on through to today in the movies you know like what oh, the yeah. events of that moment so i was really really uh impressed with how that that actually fared better than i remembered it you know mm-hmm. so um
0: the movie, I get you on that.
1: Yeah, the, the movie that just. I used to defend Iron Man 2 a little bit. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's got, you know, Sam Rockwell in it. And it's just God. not a good movie.
0: <laughs> 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 it's like, it. Yeah, you know. Right. Our, yeah, they had Iron Man 3 and 3D playing tonight. Or tomorrow that, that's now, a better movie suit.
1: than you remember. I think that gets an unfair shake.
0: And I thought about seeing that one just because they see all the uh, Iron Man suits in 3D because I don't think we saw that one in 3D but I thought you know that might be a cool one to see just why not um but yeah it's you know things that happen I forgot too like the Avengers movie where like Loki and he's coming to earth for Thanos and all the little subplots to that I forgot a lot of that cuz we've had so many one
1: of the first Avengers film.
0: <laughs> right i mean like i forgot like the whole he's he already got the tesseract and because in my mind I'm still th- I'm like oh yeah Thanos just went to earth and got the tesseract or he went here to get it it was so long ago that I just stopped thinking about it it's not like I forgot like oh that happened it's just I wasn't thinking about oh yeah he had the infinity cube and everything and all that there's a lot of stuff I was just like oh yeah cuz there's been so many movies since then like did you write what, it down write down what
1: uh, what happened like with loki cuz if you wrote it down you'd remember right
0: Mm-hmm. so I could send you a picture mm-hmm. of course, yeah, you course should write
1: down what happened right now when we're done with this and send it over to mm-hmm. i want to see if you remember i'll send'll you i <laughs> send you a nice, <laughs> a nice drawing uh-huh. <laughs> tater uh tater thoughts, you know yes. m loki hungry, you know like <laughs> mountain dew uh butter, whatever you know
0: yeah, but three d held up really well on that, and uh that you know for something that old to hold up it was it was pretty good, and uh that kind of leads me to my, another topic of mine, which I'm going to go right into. Modern Warfare 2. Okay? Why
1: are we talking about Modern War-
0: Warfare 2? Because it is now backwards compatible from your Xbox 360 to your Xbox One and One X. Now, Modern Warfare 2, I care, was the best and my favorite first-person shooter. This game was amazing. And so it's now 15 bucks on Xbox Store. I bought it. And it holds up so well. The playability, mm. the way everything's set up. Of course, there's a lot of lighting and, and graphic stuff mm. that is a little outdated, but it's pretty damn good that holds up for that long ago. Mm. And I love it. So that's a bit of nostalgia. If you were a big fan of Modern Warfare 2, like I was, it's out there to buy right now. You could play it online. And if you want, if you go right now, Rob, you can do this too. Oh, no. You can, you can go on Twitch mm. and you can watch me play. Modern Warfare 2 at Mega Potato Show on Twitch, and you'll see my excitement and how happy I am, like a kid on Christmas. On
1: Christmas or at Christmas, during Christmas.
0: Is, what is the phrase? I I don't know. I, don't, I, I, I I didn't have like family a Christmases. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> just I didn't I didn't have Christmas so uh, Whichever oh, we one we it doing is. That?
1: Are we doing? Who's got a, Who's got <laughs> the, the worst life? Poker game. No. You show no, me a good. poor Christmas, I show you a child abandonment on Christmas, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you show me, you know, hey, picture of your know shirt
0: on. Dreadstar and Chris, hopefully I say this right, Dibburn says, hey Rob, in the chat room. Hey, what's up? And Brain Gamer, Crusher, and Armando. And Luke Lawrence. So.
1: Uh, Modern Warfare 2. I just don't That's, it. It. That's the one
0: where you got the gun
1: and you point it.
0: R- Correct. Wow. Correct. That is the one you nailed. You don't make down. a lot
1: of those, Brandon. <laughs> <Narily> down. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly down. Who? No, not not since. Not before. Not during. They just. When I said it, I didn't
0: think you would know, but mm. you nailed it. That's the one. Wow! Thank goodness that that is backwards. So, speaking of going back, Rob, did you hear that the X Men, Dark Phoenix movie, X Men, are doing reshoots. Well,
1: we've known about that since the movie was supposed to come out last summer. Or yeah, and now summer, they're doing right?
0: more reshoots that yeah. I guess uh, they're posting pictures like, hey, we're back on set reshooting. How bad do you think this movie's going to be? Did you see Apocalypse? It was horrible. It was well, horrible. The guy who wrote that
1: is writing and directing this. So there you go. Oh, my goodness. Look, I went and saw with Kyle. He went with me at the film school in L.A. <laughs> to go see... Uh, X Men Apocalypse, and there was q and A Q&A with Simon Kinberg. You can listen to it at the Q and A with Jeff Goldsmith. Write that down, Brandon. We need to get a link. Brandon's gonna put a link to that exact one.
0: So you can listen word, to
1: that Q and A and listen to him defend some nonsense in that film.
0: Q and A what? Who? With Jeff
1: Goldsmith. I'll Goldsmith. get you the info after the cast. But but yeah, so Simon Kinberg. You know, look, I, I you know I, I want to like Simon. Seems like a nice guy.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: Seemed to have, you know, a bit of turnaround with helping out on uh, Days of Future Past. But a lot of people contributed to the writing of Days of Future Past. Matter of fact, Days of Future Past was originally scripted by Jane Goldman. Jane Goldman. She
0: she did Hitman, right? She or not Hitman, Kick-Ass. X-Men ass. First
1: Class. She did Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. You know, she did uh, the one with Tim Burton that's kind of like X-Men. <laughs> The, uh, oh, the
0: uh, per- per- curious yeah, kids. Yeah, it's actually uh, a good movie. Something. Yeah, I liked it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh she's doing something else. I can't remember next, but looking forward to it. Uh, Kinberg man. Just I, I don't, I don't, I I just don't. I don't believe in this. I need to, I need to get rid of it. I'm done with the Singerverse. To me, the Singerverse is is done with Logan. And I consider the Lo- the Deadpool stuff sort of like outside of continuity like they're just in their own Deadpool universe where everything sort of exists the 80s the 90s and all the movies exist simultaneously you know it's satire in a way it doesn't really it's not continuity Uh, the fact that we still gotta sit through this fucking film man like I'm just not excited about it you know in a way that like when I say not excited about it I'm like can we just get it over with don't reshoot anything. Just put it out there. Let's, let's just it. just release right. it. Let's move on. You know, it, remember when they were they delayed Batman v Superman for a year? How'd that go?
0: Wonderfully, it was such yeah. a
1: claim. A year, yeah, it really made the film better. Yeah. Like anytime they do reshoots or pickups or anything else, and they want to improve a film, I'm for it. You know, like at least you want to fix. You know, give it a shot. But. I'm just done with this universe where no one ages across 30 years. You know, the movie starts yeah. in the 60s, and then by the 90s, they've aged maybe 10 years. But is it supposed? If it's in the 90s, then what are we? Eight years before the first X-Men film, and what are they? They're gonna turn. They're gonna turn into. Are we, <laughs> they're gonna turn to Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, and you know yeah. what I mean. Like, so they don't. They're in their own continuity, but they're not. In their, I'm just done with it. I, I really. What I want more than anything. Is for the Rousseau brothers to get the opportunity to reboot the X Men for guess, <clears throat> Marvel Studios proper. You know, once the whole Disney Fox deal gets through, that's what right. I want. Like. And people could tell me, but Rob, you're going to make less movies. I don't care. I don't care. Make less movies. Perfect. You know, <laughs> everyone's telling me there's too many movies being made right now at comic books. So no, they'll make less. Wonderful. Certainly right. don't make these non plus movies. They delayed Dark Phoenix and the New Mutants like a year.
0: You know? Yeah. So let's just say I, I don't care. You know, <laughs> Re- this will be the last X Men movie, though, until Marvel takes over, right? This is like the last one. If we're they lucky, make...
1: depends on when the New Mutants comes out.
0: Uh, well, I meant like, I mean, not. I'm talking like main X Men. Like the next one will be for Marvel.
1: You know, never say never, because they always crank some shit out at the last second, <laughs> right? It's possible. Probably,
0: it's possible. That's true. It's.
1: Look, yeah. how fast that Venom movie got made. Oh jeez. Mm. Should I like get turn in the wind. Turn in the turd in the wind. You know. That's
0: the worst thing I've ever heard in my life, I think. Mm, you didn't see Catwoman.
1: <laughs> or Batman yeah, okay, and Catwoman's horrible, but Batman and I
0: mean I mean it just I don't I, I don't know how you can people can watch that trend and be like, "Oh, I'm so excited." Like Cuz they love the character.
1: Fine. They're excited to see a version of, you know, a visual version of It's just they're excited. They're excited. Yeah, you I know? take that back.
0: Okay, I got excited when that new Turtles oh. came out. Because of nostalgia, <laughs> and I love Ninja Turtles so much. But then the heck you logic set in, and I never watched it again. It's logic set not... in.
1: Were you there for the podcast where you and I talked about that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you excited. love something so much, you'll defend it till the end.
1: Not after the Matrix equals. I learned my lesson. <laughs> yeah, those were. Bad. I learned my lesson. I was that guy defending. they they got a plan. They don't have a plan. They don't have a plan. These, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> These are horrible. Um, the thing about the Venom trailer, man, is it just—I said this in the last cast, and I'm saying it again, dude. Like, it just looks—it looks so 2003. Yeah. I'm like, just waiting for you know that Evanescence song from Daredevil to pop in. Mm-hmm. You know the, what was uh, that one? I can't even. You could do it. Come on, yeah, come on, sing. I don't even know the words. Sing it, taters. Sing. I s- wake
0: me up, wake me up inside.
1: <laughs> Is that that should be your alarm?
0: Oh uh, goodness! For the next That's week bad. until
1: you memorize all the
0: lyrics. Yeah, or uh, let the
1: bodies hit the floor. Remember that one?
0: Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the. Floor.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Or they could have gone uh remember system down the, the mm-hmm. better it could just cut all that weird footage like yes. I could just it just it just really has that vibe to it, so i'm expecting no more than a two thousand three level <laughs> of a film and and if I was all you that's the amount of expectations you should expect
0: yeah I thought they would have went low budget gritty, kind of like the first Deadpool was a little bit, but it doesn't look that way. It looks like a lot of c g i and bright shots well, bright lit shots, so
1: even McFarlane jumped in and clowned the movie a little bit, you know <laughs> it's always a good sign. Right. (laughs) I remember watching that. Some people were like, what does he know? And I'm like, well he kind of invented the character, but all right, you know. I mean he's not on Instagram every day photographing himself with all the venom toys like some other image guy we knew. (laughs) Who
0: would do that? (laughs) Well, I don't know, Rand. Who who would do that? You know probably probably some artist or celebrity that I would piss off. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. Jim Chung? Yeah. That's it. Grant Morrison? No.
1: The outlaw con guys? Remember those guys? <laughs> Who was that guy Good. we invited on the cast and he chickened out on us?
0: Oh, it was the guy swiping art out of Miami, I think, or something like that. The guy... hey, write this down, Brad, and
1: photograph it
0: to me that you wrote it
1: down. Okay, ready for this? Hold on. Find out what that guy's up to. <laughs>
0: Find out uh, uh-huh. what art thief is up to.
1: And for the people that are new, explain what we're talking about here.
0: Okay, well, it's been so long. There was this guy swiping comic book art and selling it for like hundreds and thousands of dollars. And then he would just have like his girlfriend pose with a paintbrush or whatnot. When you say
1: hundreds, you mean hundreds of dollars and thousands, not hundreds of thousands, correct? Both? He didn't sell anything for $100,000. It's not, it's not, <laughs> let's not make this any more hyperbolic than we need to, okay? No. So he was selling no. swiped art for thousands of dollars, hundreds yes. of dollars at a minimum.
0: Okay. Go ahead. yeah comic book art like clearly comic book art from famous artists and stuff and uh, I believe I called did I call him out on it yep and he, he attacked us and I was like alright and then we're like if you want to defend yourself come on the podcast you could promote yourself if you like and we could talk about it and he checked it out at the last minute we had everything set up Skype all that yeah so he knew what he was doing I mean, he would literally take like the – I can't think of the issue but the number-wise, but Captain America, the one where he dies, and he's laying there on his back with a shield on his stomach, and he's dead. He would take that and put like a little bit of graffiti lines over certain spots or put like a Nike symbol on Captain America's shield. That's a big difference. Or all, all that dumb stuff that people do nowadays where they'll put like Supreme on Silver Surfer or some dumb shit and then try to sell it on their own.
1: But so. remember, wasn't he – wasn't he getting a really cute girl to pose with the art like she drew it?
0: Yeah, it was Wasn't his that, girlfriend or something. Yeah. Girlfriend, yeah. And he would say it was hers. He would just stand there with a paintbrush and he'd say, <laughs> oh, that's hers. Like, dude, come on. This is where it's
1: like, people go, well, Rob, I, just, I gotta get exposure. And I'm like, first off, start with talent. You know, like draw your own fucking art. You know? Right. And two, two don't, don't be a dick when people call you out for swiping shit. You know, yeah. like like he was getting mad at everyone else for calling him out for being the thief. I'm like, real, you got nothing better to do than to call out people who are stealing art. No, I got nothing better to do, man. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> you had nothing better to do than dig up people's art to steal. What kind of fucking right. upside down world do you think we live in? You know, like, I, I'm not I'm not a smart man, Brandon, but I do understand basic logic. All you right. know, I live in an unfortunate reality where my mother. Before she went batshit crazy, and made me do logic problems when I was a kid. When I say a kid, I mean in the in preschool in kindergarten in the first and second grade. She started me on logic puzzles. You ever see these? They're like they have like a square in the center, and you know, right. like names or situations to the left and to the top of it, and they give you a paragraph and you have to read it and you mark X's and O's to kinda you use the, the, the problem that's read to you, and then you have to like figure out by order of logic what is accurate and what isn't accurate until you basically discover it's like a it's kind of like, you know, Sherlock Holmes puzzle. Right. And so my mother would never let me do crosswords. She would never let me do those, you know those, you know they jumble up the the letters you got to circle like every other fucking kindergartner does. Like <laughs> <laughs> she made me do this shit. You know, so it's like like when I hear some bullshit story, I'm like that. That logic is not sound. Like, <laughs> no. yeah, you know hmm. hmm. Yeah, I miss that guy. Find out what he's been up to. <laughs> <laughs> Cause as they say in good old fashioned wrestling, I like to work the leg. You know what I mean? Like he <laughs> said, "You know when they got to drag a match out for 15 minutes because something right. canceled or some guy got injured, they have to sit there and just keep working that guy's leg and drag out yeah, a match." Yeah, yeah, that's how I'd do it. All right, what else we got to talk about here, Brandon? We're at the 40 minute mark.
0: Um, is that it? Fantastic
1: about... Four comic reboot. What's that? Yeah, they
0: rebooted, and I have not read it. Um, which I was thinking maybe we can read it and talk about it next week, um, as they rebooted the Fantastic Four comic hmm. and they did a whole like. So did they? Everybody. Th- did they bring back
1: the whole Ghost Rider, Spider Man, and Wolverine for?
0: <laughs> Not the good one. Not the oh. good Fantastic Four. No, no. They brought back the original, original guys. The, uh, you know, Mister Fantastic, Sue Storm, all that. So, you know, it's it's neat to see that they're back. It's it's weird that they're back now because I think Marvel just relaunched their world Again? months ago or half a year ago. Yeah. Can they just? So do it's that? like, yeah, and it's so I don't read enough comic books to know what's all going on, but it's just I just oh, there's saw some the stuff
1: going on, Brandon.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's lots of lots of there's stuff some going stuff, on.
1: And I'm about to stick my I'm about to stick my foot in a piranha pool, you know, there. But but I sort of here's the thing, guys. I'm I'm gonna say I've saved this to the last of the cast because if you're gonna say anything, you know you may as well just bury it in a podcast somewhere. But but uh, I gotta say something because it's driving me a little. It's it's giving I'm dreaming about this. So I'm like, well, I I guess I gotta say something. (laughs) Let let me let me preface whatever I'm gonna say right now. You guys gotta know, like, I have lost my entire career for posting fan art. You know. Or doing Kickstarters or just having like general freelance. I, I've lost a lot of work in business relationships simply because I've put some prints up on a Kickstarter once.
0: It's, I, it's, yeah. it's a situation I was there. That, that was
1: five years ago. It's a situation that haunts my career to this day. Just because I put up a Kickstarter. I didn't do anything wrong. I just put it up and they're like you can't do that. And I'm like okay took it down. And then they're like we heard you did that and now I can't get any work. You know? <laughs> So I've had to reinvent my entire career, you know? And so anytime I'm like, I want to get into a controversial subject, when people ask me, what do you think about copyright? I just stay out of it. I'm like, you should go ask a lawyer. I don't care, you know? Right. But this comments gate thing, like it bugs the shit out of me, bro. And let me explain to you why, okay? Um, If you want to know my political leanings as of today, as of today, I think this country and the entire free world, Needs uh, non-profit universal basic healthcare. That's what I think. I've just watched too many friends. I got a friend now, Joe, friend of the show. Had him on many times. He's 37 years old. He got a rare disease. He's almost 400 pounds. You know, he he can't walk. He looks horrible. He he owes a million dollars in medical bills. He's never gonna pay that back. He's never gonna be able to. It's he just had a kid. It's gonna haunt him. It's gonna haunt his kid. His wife's gonna be stuck with this stuff. Should he pass away? I hope not you know, if you can survive, yeah. and so like there are basic human needs out in the world that I believe are are necessary for for life and the pursuit of happiness. The fact that this is bled into uh creators attacking creators drives me up the fucking wall because it all starts with the fact that um uh, this is a multi part prong situation but you're like Robert you for comics gate or against it I'm against the current comics gate regime whatever they are and let me explain to you why at the top of the list of running that that fucking group is a guy named Mike S. Miller now Mike S. Miller this is no secret type in Mike S. Miller angry monkey into Google and you're gonna learn about something so I met Mike S. Miller in 2003 ish when I worked at Kinko's because Mike mm-hmm. did a pinup in Savage Dragon and I look at the names and memorize them. And when he came in, I was looking at he had his art up on one of those computers you can run out. I'm like, "Hey, I saw the name, I'm like you're Mike Miller. Mike S Miller, right? I think it was Mike Miller." And he was, mm-hmm. like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "You did that Dragon's Savage Dragon pin-up." He was like, "Hey, you remember that?" He was shocked. I'm like, "Yeah, I that's what I do, you know? Right. <laughs> I remember, I remember really every weird time. shit. You know, I, mean? I can't memorize our anniversary here at Casa de Sketchcraft, and believe me, I pay for it. Um but Mike was a really nice guy. At the time he was prepping work on this G.I. Joe Transformers uh team up that they were doing at Devil's Do between that and DreamWorks. And so he was showing me all stuff and and uh I said, Hey, would it be cool if I colored? Someone of those, maybe as a sample, you know, try to get some work. And he's like, yeah, sure. And he gave me some high res art and I attempted coloring at home and failed miserably and never bothered him again. But uh, but I, I thought he was really nice. And a year later he started a company called Alias. Now Alias published a book called Lullabies, mm-hmm. Lions, Tigers and Bears and the Imaginaries. I think Galloway, Sean Galloway drew the first issue of the Imaginaries. Um, and Lions and Tigers and Bears was Jack Lawrence, who I was a big fan of at the time. Uh, Because of his DeviantArt account. And then Lullaby was this, I didn't want to say French or Spanish art. I can't remember. It was manga. Super awesome art. Super manga-ish. Like, kind of like One Piece. Really detailed, you know, and skulls and pirates and stuff. And they were all great books. And I was like, these guys are awesome. And then the scandal hit. It turned out Mike Miller, uh, who really likes to tout around his religion, was going up onto these boards uh, under a pseudonym (laughs) called Angry Monkey. Oh no! And he was going around talking about, uh, the gay community and it's going to kill them early and it's bad for their spiritual, this and that. And Uh, someone figured out, you know, because I was, I was on the board shanglines, the, the sketch board sessions, and this was a big topic at the time. And DVR was a big topic in the message boards. And someone figured out that that angry monkey was probably Mike S. Miller. I can't remember how they did it, and so they confronted him. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, the angry monkey's like, "No, it's I, not him. I just found his art. He's a pretty cool dude." Well, it turns out it was him, you know. And, and then he that. eventually admitted it. He's like, "Yeah, that was me," but you know. And then, and then, unfortunately, because it's so weird, dude. So then they dragged Jack Lawrence into this, you know. And he's like, "I was just trying to earn a living. He never once said any." You know anti-gay things to me, so I don't know. I'm just trying to earn a living. I don't really want to get involved in all of this. Rightfully so. Right.
0: Okay.
1: Um. And 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 now here we are at Comics Gate, where they're like the comics for everybody, you know. But I'm like, are they? Or are they just? Or is this? This is all. This is all crazy because the guy has an integrity issue. You know, hmm. a serious integrity issue, and he's he's partnered up with Ethan Van Syver, who over the last seven years I've been hearing nothing but rumors that he likes to harass people under pseudonyms on Facebook, and uh. and no one's really been able to prove it. It gets all real esoteric. Like when you get into the conversations, it becomes he said, she said, he said, she said, and hmm. just, it's like it's like hearing a divorced couple argue. You're like, well, I want none of that. You know, <laughs> like, I just want to go live my <laughs> life. But but here we are. So I got a guy. We got a guy who I know who, proven for a fact, loves to say stuff when he's under a different name, you know? Right. And, and, and then you got a, a his cohort, you know, who's like probably doing that, 50-50, maybe 51-49, right. you know? And then, you know, it comes down to their excuses. Well, you know, we think the quality in comics have dipped because Marvel has a... SJW agenda. DC and Marvel have an SJW agenda, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, you do realize Marvel's ran by Pearl Mutter, who's like best friends with Trump. Like, he's not. It's not a SJW company. It's a company bereft of original ideas. Absolutely, you know. And if you want my opinion, the reason why it's I, I've been working in t-shirts since 2005, Marvel shirts, and like, I've seen that company chase trends because they they huh. base every book on whether it sells 20 or 30 thousand a month. Mm-hmm. So the minute it dips, they cancel the book, which means they're constantly chasing sales. Now, how can you how can you guarantee fifty thousand, you know, thirty thousand copies a month when Spider Man the PS four is coming out next week? No one's buying comics. You understand what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, no one, And then all these kids in the last ten years have gotten themselves into you know maybe student loan debts. They get less money. Maybe they're spending all their money on Fortnite outfits. Fuck, I know. You know, all right? A lot more things to buy. Um, I have a solution for this, by the way, but I don't trust these people's integrity. Whatever they say, they can go. Well, you know, I'm I'm Asian. I can't I can't be a racist, and and we got you know, people of color and women on board. I'm like, great. So you're not racist. You're just you're just you just people who lack integrity. I don't. Right. The, the people I see now promoting their comics aren't the people. How do I know you're not? You don't have six other Twitter accounts under fake names, and you're just shitstorming people. How do I know? They go so you uh you for the other guys? I'm for the other. Guys. I'm for creators. You know, this is why I don't work for Marvel DC because like kind of believed in the image revolution, which was you know creators should be paid when their right. their works sell. Why should John Peters, okay, the producer John Peters, make tens of millions of dollars from Man of Steel when he didn't do anything on it? But the peop- <laughs> the family of the creators get nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like seems wrong to me. You know, and and so in the last ten years, remember, that's a few things. So in the last ten years, we've had the Marvel movies, right? You just said you went and saw all right. ones. You had IMAX. So the people who watch the Marvel movies, they leave, they grow up with these Marvel movies, they go buy the comics, they want to see, hey, what comic, you know, speaks to me? I'm a I'm a twelve year old, and all these comics are being written for forty year old dudes. Remember the, yeah. the Hulk ripping people in half? Oh, yeah. Remember the this the remember was it brand new day with the Mephisto Spider Man yeah, thing? Was, that was yep. a great storyline, right? No. Okay, was that did SJWs cause that storyline? Remember no. for like a year Marvel was doing that thing where they all became vampires because Twilight yeah. was, and then they all became monkeys. What was that? I don't remember they all became apes, they all got turned into gorillas yeah. and shit.
0: Atlas and all that, yeah.
1: You understand? Like they're chasing trends, people. They're not doing the. They're not creating quality stories because they're trying to sell individual books, and the only way to get around that that I can figure, and I've even been preaching this to people who work at Marvel and DC and independent publishers for three years now, and I thought about it a lot. The only way is Marvel and DC are they're in a unique position. That one is owned by Disney, one is owned by Time Warner, and the one that's owned and so they actually don't need the books to sell anything. Because it costs so little to produce those books when they're making billions of dollars on the Marvel movies or billions of dollars, hundreds of millions on even fucking the the merchandise for Batman. The Batman merch alone is crazy. Right. So these books, in a way, I believe, should be subsidized by the movies and streaming services so that all the artists, all the writers, all the inkers each get a flat rate. They all get the same and they do well. And they just go to create the next it's like a development deal where they go and create the next great stories that will then be used for future movies and TV shows and everything else. You know? Yeah, and, then, and then you give them bonuses based on trade sales or something like that. You know, put all the individual floppies up for fucking free on a streaming service or something, which DC's now doing, but I've been saying that for years. So it's like, like that's how you get around this because they're in a unique position to do that, which means it frees up. A lot of the bullshit money that they would have spent on buying sixteen covers for fucking some stupid Logan story and they could spend that on the indie comics the image comics they could spend it on the other comics because they 're still yeah. going to take their fucking money and buy the trades they 're going to take the money and go see the movies you know they 're going to take the money and buy merch you know so it 's like there 's other ways to think about this, but these two companies don 't take any form of leadership, and they never have. I heard the other day my friend was telling me, this is a quality issue, Rob. This is about quality. I'm like, w- w- where were you in the 90s when the fucking Clone Saga came out? Right. Quality? Let's go back to the 80s. When I was a kid, the first X-Men story I ever read was The Reavers. Remember those guys? They were the ones that were in the yeah. Logan movie. They were, they were in Australia. Yep. I remember going to a comic shop and just a guy was just fucking complaining to no Land about this isn't the X-Men he knows and this has gone stupid and it's dark and boring and doesn't make any sense. You know? I think 30- and 40-year-old dudes at comic book shops just bitch a lot. Like, like yes. you know, I was going in to buy Turtles. I started reading the Turtles in about 87, 86, around there. You know, the original black-and-white version? Mm-hmm. So I've always been in, like, to, to get a comic book that resembled my friends and the things I liked, uh, I had to go to the indies. I like Muppets and Ninjas. The Ninja Turtles were like, "It's a fucking Muppet Ninja! I can't believe this!" You know, <laughs> and then right. when they made the movie and they got the Muppets guys <laughs> to, yeah. do, to do the movie, I was so happy. Um, but I get real bummed out, dude, depressed to to some extent, when I see creators attacking creators because the creators aren't 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 creators don't hire the creators, editors and producers in. Directors hire artists. you understand? Mm-hmm. If, they, if these companies... Marvel produced a manga line years ago. You know? And now Marvel used to publish... Uh, Epic Comics was a label for independent stuff. And they 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 published Akira, which is f- in color. They never finished it, but um, it was the first time I found computer coloring. Steve Olaf mm-hmm. of color. It blew my mind. I, I love color. And so this company easily could have had found any manga writer they wanted to don't you think yeah instead they had one of their internal guys pretend to be a japanese guy
0: (laughs) and he's editor-in-chief now he's the Uh. editor-in-chief
1: at marvel like that's what you're dealing with you're dealing with companies that want to spend the least amount of money they're only going to hire their friends and they're chasing after whatever trend they think is going to get them back to the glory days of whenever that was when in, the, in the 80s, it was the glory days of the, the 60s and, and, and 70s. In the 90s, it was, oh, here's the great one. Books sold the most in the early 90s. They were selling millions of copies, but they said it was because the books sucked that they were selling. <laughs> <You> go, <laughs> go figure that one out. Right. Now they're saying that the books aren't selling because they suck, which is it? See, I'm at this point, I turned 40, man, and like I've been aware of life since I was like Six. When my parents got divorced, I had to grow up very fast. So I got thirty-four years of awareness, real awareness, Brandon. And like, uh, things are repeating for me in life. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I've seen this before. Oh, I know this argument that didn't hold up the last three times I saw that. You know? Yeah. So it just bums me out that artists are got some kind of civil war going on Twitter. You know, and that they feel the and that they feel the need to. You know, hey, here's another argument I don't like from people. I don't like when people bug J. Scott Campbell about how he can draw women. You know what I mean? I'm I don't, I don't, I'm not for the art fucking police, man. You know, just like when fucking dudes harass uh, that book Faith. I mean, when Megan Hedrick was drawing Faith. People were harassing about Faith. She's an overweight superhero. So? You know, what do you care? I used to read Harbingers. It was one of the best fucking t-books ever. Did you ever read Harbingers? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Over at Valiant? It was all about the rejects that got superpowers before heroes and those kinds of things were around. Harbingers, read that first miniseries from Valiant. It was amazing. So it's just like, this is just dumb. And I see, well, at the head of this group on the right is this guy that I know fucking lies. You know? (laughs) Pretends to be other people. So he doesn't get the shit stuck on him, you know? And I know for a fact Ethan Van Syber had apologized last year for telling someone to go murder themselves. So I'm not a big fucking fan of him either. Right. Know, right. They can they, I'm just not. But I'm not gonna go on Twitter and just I don't have the energy to fucking keep this up, Brandon. You know? You've been hearing it from me for twenty four hours and you're tired of it, right? Like <laughs> it just you just feel it's like vampire energy sucks the fucking life out of you. Yes. But I have a problem with bullies. You know? Yeah. And I think people that have been marginalized for a long time have been, are tired of sort of quietly taking it, and so then they react in stupid ways, like photographing their fucking anus. So stupid. He's, he's that Robert Rodriguez sent a picture of his butthole. Like, what are you trying to do there? What are you fucking, what do you, coke, what do you got, a coke habit or something? What the fuck is wrong with you? But he was the one who was attacking J. Scott Campbell for how he draws women. Hey, can we, can we just, here's the thing. I like the Kevin Smith philosophy on stuff. If you don't like something, just fucking ignore it. Seriously. Especially when it comes to like like when it's real fucking like life altering issues, vote. Okay? That's the what you do. That's what I do. I you guys, no one in the world can change my mind on shit. I'm gonna go vote. You can be mad at me all you want, trying to tell me how I'm wrong, but I guarantee you, man, come fucking November, I'm gonna be down there voting, bro. You know? That's, that's, That's how Rob works. And if it gets real bad, I'll fucking run for local office, bro. Like that's how I operate. Okay. But I uh This whole, like, they're they're making money on Indiegogo, the comics gay guys, and they're like, well, look how much money we're making. Look how much money we're making. We have to be right. I'm like, money validates, Brandon. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. You ever seen a real rich asshole make a lot of money, but he's been doing wrong? You ever hear of a guy like that? (laughs) (laughs) You ever hear of a guy who's been doing wrong for, I don't know, 50 years and just gets, you know, constantly fails upward? You know what I mean? You ever hear stories like that? (laughs) Yeah, once or
0: twice. (laughs)
1: You know, huh? I love the Christians tell me that that making money is a sign of being correct when their whole religion's based on not having any money and doing the <laughs> spiritual right thing in the world. But fucking whatever. I just don't want these loonies running my fucking life. You know what I mean? No. Right. And I, when I say loony, I mean anyone who believes in any fucking thing that is going to govern how I live my life. I just don't. I I need the constitution between me and the crazies of the world, bro. That's why I signed up to the military to defend it, period. I didn't want to join the military, but I was like, well, got to fucking join the military. Cause one, I need access to healthcare when I get older and we don't have it in this country, <laughs> you know? And two, because I believe in the constitution. It's the only buffer between us and the real fucked up people, you know? So I put my money where my mouth is folks. And, uh, I'm not on the side of comics. I'm also not on the side of anyone on the other side that wants to go around telling people how to fucking draw or sending pictures of their assholes. Seriously, dude. Find some fucking better thing to do. You know, here's what we all need to do, Brandon. If we're going to fucking love superheroes and superhero movies and superhero comics and we're going to draw superheroes, perhaps we should all start embodying the ideals of the said superheroes.
0: right. Right.
1: Like That's how I grew up. I What kept me out of trouble was I actually believed in the bullshit Batman was spewing. Like <laughs> right. I didn't use guns. I believed in doing the right thing. You know what I mean? And sometimes that means getting your ass beat for the right fucking thing. You know, like, Raphael took a beating, you know, to, like, save his brothers right. and shit. You know, like, like, I just believed in the ideals of Superman, Batman, the Ninja Turtles. You know, I didn't use those as a way to sort of warp myself into, like, some some weird narcissistic ego trip. Yeah, you know, I'm the hero of every fucking story. You know, like that to me is like, that's like the heels in pro wrestling. <laughs> like that's like the million dollar man. That's a you don't want to be that. You know what I mean? Look, that's a great job to have, but that's not a real person. That's a fucking cartoon. You know, like don't don't be Lex Luthor. Who wants to be that? Like really? Right. Hmm. So,
0: did I make any sense, Brandon? Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just you know, me and you, we've been somewhat frenemies for so long because we know bullshit. We don't like people who bullshit. We're very honest people. We don't fuck with people. We keep to our we we keep to our own, and we do pretty much right for most people. And there's just a lot of shitty people out there, and I you don't gotta like just try to do be
1: and I don't like right. bullies who side on some fake moral high, art, um, high ground that I know they're not actually upholding. Right. You know? I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't deal well with fucking posers. <laughs> you know? Yes. yes. I don't. So has – and they go, well, they haven't done anything to you. It's called integrity, motherfucker. You know? Like, like you want to <laughs> talk about like, – like that's one of the first army soldier codes, integrity. That right. You, when no one's looking, what are you doing? Are you going to do 150 push ups when drill sergeant walks away? Or are you going to do 90 close enough? Right. Right. You know, but all these guys want to, they love to talk like they're in the military. They're fucking superheroes. or they, you know, oh, you got to have this. It's about persevering that. I don't believe it. You know? Um, I just, I just, guys, you know, look, you know why I have a big frown on my face? Because I do the right thing and it fucking sucks. You know? There's not a lot of fame in doing the right thing. You know? See why the potato's so happy? Because Brandon's always fucking around. (laughs) Uh (laughs) You know? I mean, in the funnest, loosest sense of the word. But um, One thing I can guarantee you all, folks, not in the history of me being on the internet, have I ever, my entire life, since 1989 when I was on Prodigy, have I ever... Prodigy or CompuServe, I can't remember. But have I ever gone online... And started shit talking people pretending to be someone else, you know, fucking harassing people. It's never happened because I used to get the shit kicked out of me in school just for being alive, dude. You know, like just for being alive.
0: Like I had
1: a brown father. They didn't like it. I was in a real redneck town. My father, you know, was Hispanic and or. Guamini and whatever. He he, he wasn't. He was a, he, his parents were. Uh, but he was brown. I was white. And I lived in a racist town. And they fucking hated him. And I got the shit kicked out of me. Every fucking day for it. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I just don't deal well with this stuff. But, you know, man, like, if you want to side with it, folks, if you want to side, understand this. Do you trust the people running that movement? Do you trust them with your careers? You know, like, like... Because <laughs> what's gonna happen is at some point, especially if they're financially successful, they're gonna fuck up. They're gonna be they're gonna We're say right. some shit and reveal who they really are, because that's what people do when they feel they're winning. They reveal who they really are. You know? And then because you associated with them, guess what? You're fucked. You're gonna yep. be guilty by association, man. Oh yeah. That's why I associate with you. You got nothing going on, right? Like, like <laughs> 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 You know, not a fucking thing. You know, like <laughs> as hard as I try to get something out of you, I just can't fucking do. It. I can't even get you to write shit down.
0: No. You know.
1: All right. So, and do me a favor, Brandon. Don't don't fucking write this episode two comics gate because I don't don't I don't need the fucking trouble. I don't need YouTube flagging me.
0: It's not called. It's just gonna be called episode two. Episode two. It's just like okay. the last one was episode one.
1: I don't care for the comics gate guys. I. Right? Don't really care for Mike S. Miller. And I really don't give a shit about, you know, fucking Ethan Van Syver. I don't know any other people can't speak to him. Okay. Number two, I don't agree with people like Robbie Rodriguez fucking his anus bullshit and attacking people for how they draw women. I'm just not getting into that fucking argument, you know? All right. So I'm not for that either. Five, Brandon needs to fucking photograph when he writes shit down. Like, because like, I don't believe he actually writes anything down.
0: I think he's lying. Yeah, I think it's I like that so picture. M- I had so many, like I cleaned up, cleaned off my desk the other day. And I had so many random notes from you. I write it all down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does it look like Kaiser So says, like, wall of, like. <laughs> it's just like, it looks like, you know, when you see like the conspiracy theorists where it's like the wall and there's like a string attached to another string to another string to another string. Mm. That's what it is. That's what it's like. And six,
1: Dragon Quest XI has shipped. It's on its way. I don't know when we'll be doing another podcast, because on Friday nights, I'm going to be playing Dragon Quest XI. You know how long I've been waiting for this? You know how long, Brandon? So long. So much so long. And what breaks my heart is um, there is a uh, an actress. She was in Straight Dogs, which is an old character. She used to be in a lot of carousel films. That's the first film I remember on Straight Dogs. She was a huge Dragon Quest fan. And when Dragon Quest uh, ten came out, it was a Wii MMO. She hated it. She was like, I can't believe this is the last Dragon Quest game I'm ever gonna get to play. You know, this is she was this like it's bullshit. She was cursing and she passed away. And she never got oh. to play this single it's they're saying it's the greatest Dragon Quest game ever made. And the probably the best RPG made J RPG made in ten years, because we all know the Witcher Three is probably the best RPG made in the last ever. So but yeah, I, I really I really can't wait. So um there you go. That's what we got going on there. Um anyone else have any questions or anything to add to the, the conversation, Brandon, before we head out of here?
0: No. No. They Armando, all Armando said a lot of stuff. Armando uh, said it's a lot of, stuff. But it's, a it's, lot of nonsense. It's, it's nonsense, but it's good stuff. It's all over the place. And hmm.
1: well folks, um, you don't have to agree with me. You can just go vote with your dollars. You know, that's how it works. Yes. That's how it works around here. All just, right everybody.
0: If, if anything, people be informed. Just or Inform don't yourself. be
1: informed. Live live your life uh, uninformed. <laughs> you know what I mean. There's a way. Look, Brent. It's all all of it's possible. You know don't see you, the Matrix. Don't you know see what they the Matrix. You, you want know to tell you failure is not an option. It's completely an option. People fail intentionally all the fucking time. You there know. You I don't. Literally, all I know is I can sleep at night because I know I did the right fucking thing.
0: There you go.
1: You know. That's it. That's all I know. So you guys continue to do the wrong things. See if it, it helps with life, you know, <laughs> see if things get better, you know, uh, and we'll see you on the next Sketchcraft podcast. Let's see if I can get this uh, going. See if I can get this.
0: And feel free to follow me on Twitch at mega potato show. I need more followers on Twitch. Everybody help me out. You can watch me. You can watch Gamora, my dog play video games. She's the number one pit bull on Twitch. i here. Number one rated pickle on Twitch is good. I got the theme song.
1: Yay! The more I look at that picture of you the more I go, this is the most appropriate image I've ever made.
0: Oh, yeah. This, this is the best ever. That's, that's <laughs> me and you to a T right there. I think you could have made my biceps a little bigger, or at least like one side bigger, because the other side's broken. So at least like the left bicep could have been bigger than the right one, it's just like lumpy, broken.
1: You know, I figure why we're already at it. Why don't we go and give someone an artist alley unsolicited art advice? <laughs> 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 that always works out well. <laughs> Good times. Uh, yeah. You know? Cyber fucking fascist assholes. I doing that. That's how I, that's how I really feel. See, folks? Charms. Speaking of minority, speaking of minor of, of, of wonderful artists in the minority, Mark Martell can sing Just Like Freddie Mercury. How did I miss that? How did I miss that? There's another Freddie Mercury out there who can f- sing amazingly, and I missed Free it. incarnation. Yeah. Well, he was alive when Freddie Mercury was alive, so that
0: nah. Whatever. it.
1: was amazing. I'm going to go listen to some Mark Martell's. Do it. And
0: then I'm going to go shop at shopsketchrap.com